from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. There's a lot of talk right now about teams making the, the godfather offers to the Bears for the number one overall pick. They come to those offers they can't refute. As a fan base that just made a move for the number one overall pick last year, I think Panther fans should be consulted first, right? If you had a buddy just built a, a deck in his backyard, you're going to start to build a deck in your backyard. You give him a call, right? Hey, what pitfall is somebody looking for? What'd you get caught up on? Well, any any advice, any shortcuts, right? Well, what's the right way to do this? What kind of paint should I use? Right? You do the whole thing. So if there's a team out there that's looking to move in, uh, making a move for the number one overall pick, hey, you guys just did this last year. Didn't go great. Uh, what uh, what should we be concerned about? Well, uh, number one response would be, if you're going to trade away next year's first, make sure you're not the worst team in the NFL because it's going to sting if you have to give up the number one overall pick next year. Yeah. But that's that's like saying, hey, you know, build a, you know, if you're, if you're going to build the deck, make sure it doesn't collapse. It's like, okay, well, what led to the collapse, right? <laughs> give me the details. What was the thing that held you up? The first thing you must do, right, in all of these teams, Atlanta, Washington, all of these teams that are being considered for these these big moves up to the number one overall pick, the first thing you must do, and it will not be fun, is you need to have a really, really honest, brutal evaluation of your team. I'm talking about, you know, go get somebody who doesn't like you to evaluate your roster. Somebody who thinks you're an idiot to evaluate your roster and make them go into an extreme detail. Make them put together a PowerPoint presentation of each position group. There used to be, I forget who, I forget who did it. And I didn't even think about it till just now. Uh, but it popped into my my head as like a like a nostalgic memory. There used to be a website that used to before the NFL season would do uh, reasons why your team stinks, and it was they'd do thirty two editions, and it would be, they would give your team, and it doesn't matter if you were the two time defending Kansas City Chiefs with an all world quarterback and an all world coach, they would find reasons as to why you're going to finish like dead last. Be like, well. You know, Chris Jones isn't going to be re-signed, and he's really the engine that makes the defense go, and without him, everything's going to collapse. So you need to find whoever wrote those articles and talk about your team. The Panthers had the ninth pick last year. So they were not the worst team by by any stretch the, the previous year. They're not the worst no. team in the NFL. Seven and ten. But they were not prepared to give up everything that they needed to give up for the number one pick and to then still have enough on the roster to support their number one pick. That's what you need to be honest with yourself. If you are picking at the top, after everything you gave up to move to the top, is your roster realistically good enough to support that number one overall pick? Uh, there's an ESPN article uh, out right now. The headline was, when I clicked it, three trade offers for Bears' number one NFL draft pick, and then it, it'll slash three trade offers for the Bears uh, for Justin Fields. I picked one of the, the potential offers for the number one overall pick. 
It was from the Atlanta Falcons. This article suggested that the offer might be the number eight pick this year, number eight overall, first rounder, Atlanta's first rounder in 2025, Atlanta's first rounder in 2026, Atlanta's second rounder in 2025, Atlanta's second rounder in 2026. Three first round picks, including this year's number eight overall, two second round picks. You may be saying that is very, very rich. Why would anyone give that up? Well, that's darn near exactly what the Panthers gave up last year to move from number nine to number one. They gave up two first rounders and DJ Moore, who I would consider worth a first rounder, and then two second rounders. So if Atlanta does that, here's the question they have to ask. Are you good enough without those picks to support Caleb Williams over the first four years of his career? Because if you're not, you can't make the trade. As much as it would be exciting, as, as fun as it would be on draft day to turn in the card that says Caleb Williams, quarterback, University of Southern California, and as exciting as it would be to have that introductory press conference where you talk about how he can throw from all platform angles and he can throw with all kinds of uh, bad footwork and he can see things out of the back of his head, you'd be going like, okay, so he's got eyes in the back of his head. Over the next four years, is he going to need eyes in the back of his head, on the side of his head, on the front of his head, (laughs) eyes on his shoulder, eyes on his back left heel, because guys are going to be coming at him from every single angle because you traded away all of the picks that you would have needed to protect him and or to have wide receivers get open and or to have a defense that makes it so you don't have to score 45 points a game and drop back every play. That's the lesson the Panthers learned, and that's what everyone else calling up should be like, hey, what should we look for? What should I be looking for if I'm going to make this trade up to number one? And the Panthers, you know, they won't do this because it's competitive, but what they would say if you were buddies would say, hey, man, listen, you might need everything you're going to trade away to make the pick work. And that is a, a rock and a hard place, right? There's no way to make that work. You can't have your picks and trade them too. That's a playoff. You can't have your cake and eat it too, right? Yeah. You can't ha- you can't make your picks to get those young players to help develop alongside your number one overall pick and also trade them away to get your number one overall pick. Would you be more confident in Bryce Young if you had the number one overall pick this year? Yeah. Yes, you would, right? But you can't because you traded that away <laughs> to get Bryce Young. And it's not just sustainable for this season or even next year. It's the next several years because you're giving up those picks. You're anticipating those guys, if even just minimum playing their rookie contract for five years. So it's it's looking at, okay, what do you have on your roster now? Are we going to be able to afford to keep them because we're sacrificing other guys that we can replace them with? That's the big conundrum that you fall into. To me, it's the first four years of a quarterback. You need all resources to help them. Mm-hmm. And then if you hit, right, if the if the quarterback is what you thought he is, you start pairing everything back and looking at him saying, all right, you got to make up for that, right? Yeah. The, the first four years of a starter for Patrick Mahomes, he had Tyreek Hill. Then it's like, you know what? We're signing sign you a big contract. You know, we're going we're gonna to take away Tyreek Hill, and you're going to have to do it anyway. We can't afford all of this. <laughs> yes. And, and so that's what it is. Like, if if you're giving up, your first rounder this year, your first rounder next year, your first rounder the year after, your second rounder next year, your second rounder the year after, are you going to be good enough your first four years 
while Caleb Williams gets to the point that you can say, all right, now you don't get anything. <laughs> all right, now we're taking guys away, and you're going to have to make make do anyway. Because if you miss, whew, and and like you're setting your franchise but, back major. Yes, but the the one thing I'll say about that is everybody knows that. You are taking that risk. Like when you trade up and draft someone number one overall, what you are saying is this will work or I will be looking for a job. Like you are completely aware of that. I think Scott Fitterer was completely aware of that. Traded up, drafted Bryce Young and said, we're going to see dramatic improvement or I will be looking for a job. And guess what? He's looking for a job. That's just the way of the world, right? You don't make a big move like that without complete awareness of I'd be setting the franchise back, I'd be setting it all back, and I will have to pay the piper at some point. The flip side is if it works, you had a job for the next 15 years, and you get to look like a genius. You're like, every wide receiver I pick works. It's like, yeah, probably the Hall of Fame quarterback you drafted had something to do with that. Doesn't hurt. Everyone's like, oh, look at look at Belichick. He drafted a quarterback from Kent State in the seventh round, and he turned into a playoff legend. And I'm like, well, yeah, he was working out with Tom Brady all offseason, Julian Edelman. Brady might have had something to do with that. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Major League Baseball has been pretty open. Commissioner, uh, kind of everybody. They, they talk about wanting to expand. They want to put more teams in more cities. Seems like two additional t- teams, which means two additional cities, is their ideal number. Which that may, would put them at 32, by which, the way. Which is kind of where, I don't know, North American sports seems to settle. Um is Raleigh in the triangle a legitimate candidate to get a baseball team? I think that's an important question to ask yourself before you get emotionally invested, right? Before you start thinking, how cool could it be? Little dog days of summer action, getting a hot dog, some Cracker Jacks, and, you know, taking your kid to a baseball game. Before you really let yourself start imagining that, how realistic is it? Well, ESPN put out a list today, earlier today, and named a bunch of cities that are potential expansion spots. And a bunch is is maybe even a little too much. Um, now, they did not order it in importance. I would have loved for them to have ranked them, but then they would have upset a bunch of billionaires. And <laughs> It's not what ESPN does. Uh, so they put them in alphabetical order. There's Austin, San Antonio. Austin slash San Antonio. I guess they're close enough to count them both. Uh, I don't know my Texas geography. Um, there's Charlotte. There's Mexico City, there's Montreal, there's Nashville, Mm -hmm. there's Orlando, there's Portland, keep Portland weird, (laughs) there's Raleigh, there's San Jose, and there's Salt Lake City. That is a list of 10 cities for two spots. That's competitive, right? That's like, you know, tough tough, uh, acceptance rate on those applications. (laughs) That's that's competitive, right? You got to be in the top two. Uh, and they're all deserving for different reasons, right? They're, that's the the hard part is, like, there's going to be some city that's kind of well-purposed. There could be a bunch of cities that are well-purposed and well-suited for a Major League Baseball team that simply don't get it because, well, they had to pick two. 
Raleigh, for example, the triangle, for example, has Tom Dundon attached to the bid, which not many of these other other cities have a billionaire already willing to put their name and kind of back it up. He already owns the Carolina Hurricanes, so he knows what it takes to run a franchise in this market. And, oh, by the way, the Carolina Hurricanes, which weren't a hockey town, have the second highest attendance in the NHL this year. So, hey, might not be a baseball city, but if Tom Dundon says it is, yeah. he's got a history of being right on those sorts of things. Raleigh is a much bigger market than most recognize, and more importantly, it is growing like crazy. Everybody around here will tell you, nobody's from here anymore. Everybody's from somewhere else. That means it's growing. All those transplants, that means it's growing. That means there's more people here to support a baseball team. So all the locals that are like, oh, all these people from out of town. Well, what if what if they help you get a baseball team? All right, fine. They can stay. Yeah, they can. Okay, fine. <laughs> as long as they don't get my spot down the third baseline, I like to be about 10 rows up. As long as they're not taking my seat, they can stay. <laughs> it's probably an expensive seat in Major League Baseball. My point is Raleigh has, has a lot going for them, and they're sure. one of the – or the triangle is one of the – deserving well-suited spots the question is how do you beat out other deserving well-suited spots like you said there's competition there is legitimate legit competition i mean i also think you have to worry about the goals of the league right they might just want to go international just to go international mexico city i think has a lot of questions about it however they might just want to go to Mexico. They might just want to expand their footprint. They might just want to go back to Montreal because Toronto feels lonely. They might just want to go back to Montreal, and there's nothing you can do about that. No, people in Montreal want to have their team back. Did they go to the Expos again? I have to. You know who the last professional athlete that was drafted by the Expos that was playing professionally was? Who? Tom Brady. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's a good bar bet. It's a good bar bet. Um I don't even think Raleigh is actually going against those cities. I don't think they're going against Salt Lake City. I don't think they're going against San Jose. I think this is a bit like the Westminster Dog Show. Okay. You know how at the beginning of the – do you watch the Westminster Dog Show ever? I've seen it. Everybody has. It's Who like has? every once in a while a replay is on and there's nothing else, and you're like, sure, I'll watch the sporting group. I'll watch the uh, terrier group. I'll watch the toy group where they're all four pounds. That's what I'm getting at, right? They they divide it up into smaller categories, right? Before they get to the ultimate, like, hey, this is best in show, you have to go win your little category. So before Raleigh can even get to the point where they're competing to get signed, sealed, delivered as the team that the Major League Baseball uh, powers that be chooses, they have to win their group. And I believe their group is East Coast Cities. I don't think they're going to give two teams to the East Coast. Do you know what is one of the and, – and actually, this is appropriate. Do you know what is one of the weirdest decisions in professional sports history? What's that? That the NFL expanded to Jacksonville and Carolina at the same time mm-hmm. with similar color patterns and similar mascots. Yeah. Jaguars, teal and black. Yeah, more like that tealish green. Yeah. Tealish green. Yeah. Then what would you – I guess that's more like a turquoise. Yeah. And then and then you could argue the Panthers were more of a teal. 
and and they were the Panthers and the Jaguars. I'm not even sure those are two completely different species. I don't know my zoology. It's that, that like I don't think Major League Baseball is going to do something like that where they're like, yeah, let's go to Nashville and Raleigh, let's go to Charlotte and Orlando. It's it's like if you give one, it's like all right, there's our East Coast team. Then we'll put one in San Antonio and Austin, or we'll put one in Salt Lake City or Montreal. Right? It's it's. I think there's a four-team category that you have to win before you go for best in show. And it's between Charlotte, Nashville, Orlando, and right here in the triangle. Focus on being the most attractive of those four, and then you can, you know, go try to take the legs out from under Salt Lake City and their cool plateaus. Like, then you can go after San, uh, San Antonio and Austin and Portland and – Say, sure, you may have quirkier, I don't know, music venues and, and vintage bassoonists, but, but baseball is here. Then you can attack those. I think Nashville is the biggest competitor. I think if, if, if the triangle doesn't beat Nashville, that's, that's what it all comes down to. I think you beat Nashville, it turns into like a coin flip. I think you got a pretty good chance. I think you don't beat Nashville, who's also growing at a rapid rate. That's also a market that's getting much bigger. Uh, that, that's also a market that's proven to be able to sustain a professional sports franchise, if only one, two. That's where the Titans are, right? Yeah, Titans and the Predators. Titans and the Predators, two. And Vanderbilt's there. That does nothing for me. No, it doesn't. What, are you a big Jay Cutler fan? No. Big co- uh, college baseball. They got good college baseball, but so do they here. You could claim claim a few different teams here. Although Wake lost. Do you see that? No, I didn't. Yeah. I think it was UNCG. Okay. Or UNCW. Now that I said it out loud, I'm not confident. And I know One there's people out there that are <laughs> very upset with me. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.